Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Shape the Culture podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly sermon. Um, If you're a first-time listener, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you for tuning in. I hope during this message you hear something that inspires you, that motivates you, that really just sets you on fire. Um, Make sure you subscribe by visiting shapetheculture.org. You can also subscribe by texting the word SHAPE in all caps to 345-345. Um, make sure you share with a friend. If you're a continuing listener, thank you once again for tuning for tuning in, checking us out. I really appreciate you. I hope that you continue to find something that inspires you, motivates you, and I hope that you keep coming back to listen to us as we continue to del- dive into our series. Our series this week is Chosen. It's continuing. Um, and like I said, just make sure you share with a friend, subscribe, and leave me any ratings or feedback comments, constructive criticism that you have for me. Thank you so much. And we're about to get started. All right. So our series Chosen is continuing this week. Last week, we talked about vulnerability and how being open to ourselves, our emotions, and our relationship with God provides us to the path for victory. Um, It's my belief that we are all destined for victory. I, I believe that everybody, and I really mean that everybody is a chosen people, but I think first we have to be able to accept ourselves completely to really understand this. Um, and that's such a powerful concept for me because it, even for me, it takes a lot of courage and determination to really accept you know, all of our weaknesses and shortcomings. I know that that's something that's hard to do for us, that, to really admit to ourselves that we have areas that we are weak in. We have things that we need to grow and be better about. That's something that we are going to talk more about this week as we continue with our message titled Defeat Your Demons. The biblical character we are going to cover this week is the strong man of God. His name is David. Uh, Many of you know David for various things, but this story that we're going to discuss is another very famous tale. It's probably the most famous David story there is in the Bible. It's the story of David versus Goliath. This legendary battle has been the theme of many topics and conversations I know, and often David and Goliath has been used to illustrate how victorious the underdog can be. It's been used to show how God provides strength for the ones opposed and how we cannot judge anybody by appearance. Um, But I want to take a moment during this message to take the story a little bit deeper and look at how much David really had to conquer internally to defeat Goliath. The story takes place in 1 Samuel 17. It's a really long story in the Bible. It takes up the whole chapter. Um, Before this message, we're just going to read, we're going to focus on verses 34 to 37. And they read like this. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it again to this pagan Philistine Philistine too. For he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. So the anointing over our lives is something that I, I I know I discuss often. And to me, being anointed by God really should be understood as a common fact because we are all created in the image and likeness of God. We are all gifted with the gift of divinity. And I think 
everybody in their own way has representation of God and a belief in their inherent connection with God. But I don't believe that everybody accepts this fact as easily or really even accepts it at all. And there are moments where we, me included, start to believe that God has special favor for others and not for us. We start to think that God has somehow forgotten about us or or left us without our own anointing and with no purpose and created with no gift. Um, And when we we read about David, why, why I really like reading about David and why I chose David for this message, I... David helps show us how this case of not being able to accept our anointing can happen, but also how we can get over it. And to really understand this, we have to jump back for a second into the background of the life of David. See, David was the eighth son, the eighth son of a man named Jesse. And Jesse was told by the prophet Samuel that one of his sons would be the next king over the people of Israel. And so Jesse took this information. And he spread it to his first seven sons, but he purposely withheld the knowledge from his eighth son, which was David. And so Jesse takes all of his sons, but one, to go and meet the prophet Saul to see which one would be anointed. And then Samuel, the prophet who is in direct communication with God, is going through all of Jesse's sons and he selects none of them. None of them were selected. So he goes through seven sons and none of them are selected. And he asked Jesse, he says, wait a minute, God said that one of your sons is meant to be king. So do you have another son? Like you must have somebody else that you are hiding from me, hiding from God. And so when none of them were selected, then Jesse decided to bring out David. And so picture this, David had to arrive to a scene where his father and brothers willingly left him out of the selection for being king. While they were busy waiting to see which one of their family members would be granted this special privilege of being called to be the king over the people of Israel, David was left working in the field. And and to me, I think that this started to create a lot of resentment and doubt inside of David that he probably already had from living in these conditions. And this resentment and this doubt probably stuck with him even after he was anointed to be king. And so we see that David was an outcast by his whole family. He was set aside. He was abandoned and uncared for, left to fend for himself. We see that David, though, when we read in the verses that we just read, still had the capacity to care and love for his family and still come to their rescue. When confronted with the challenge to face Goliath, David was the only one who stepped up to the plate out of all the soldiers and his own brothers. David had to learn how to accept his anointing, even through his own doubt and the doubt of those closest to him. He he stepped up to the plate when nobody believed in David. The only person that believed in David was David. And that's really that all that all that matters. And that's why last week I talked about how accepting ourselves is accepting God. Once we accept ourselves, we can grow and learn how to accept our anointing. We can we can accept the fact that we all have God living inside of us. And we can all be somebody, accomplish great things, and contribute to society. Acceptance is is such an important factor in our lives because it opens us up to to having new perspectives. And our perspective is actually what's going to be able to propel us forward. Let's look back at the story of David and, and look at the verses that explain just how much our process correlates with our perfection. We read that David spent 
40 days and 40 nights and even more taking care of his flock of sheep. He tells us that during this time, he was literally fighting lions and bears. By himself, David was taking on the wilderness and surviving unusually harsh conditions. And while all of this is going on, David's brothers and the troops of the army are literally sitting in fear of Goliath. They feared the giant because they had never faced anything like him before. They were not prepared to be in such a battle. So Goliath taunted them for 40 days and 40 nights. And all this time, David is being prepared. Like I said, he's literally fighting lions and bears. So then David enters the scene. David is ready. David is prepared. There is no fear in David because he has faced lions and bears and come out alive. He's faced the odds and came out on top already. He's accepted that there is an anointing on his life and he is prepared to keep overcoming his obstacles and to keep defeating his internal demons. And I believe that our processes all make us perfect for the unique situations and conditions that we find ourselves in. I believe perfection is possible if we have the right perspective. See, David had to be able to understand that his process that he was under of herding and taking care of the sheep by himself was made just for him and was preparing him for this exact exact moment that he found himself in to be used by God. That is what perfection is. Perfection is when your timing and preparation all come together. Perfection is for everybody at different times and for different things. We don't have to strive for perfection. We just have to commit to our process and trust in God's timing. And so we we learned another important lesson from David's victory over Goliath. As we see him defeat a demon in real life, we're watching him overcome his inner demons at the same time. When we read and hear about how David, how about David and Goliath, it seems like, you know, he might have had some secret, like it was too good to be true, and there's no way we can achieve what he accomplished. But in reality, all David did, really, when you think about it, was commit to doing things his own way. He walked the path made for him and did it with pride. Reread this when we read that David was suited with armor for battle. And so I want to take us to 1 Samuel 17, and I want to read verses 38 through 40. And they read like this. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into a shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. See, to prepare for battle in biblical times meant to strap up, right? You had to be fitted with a helmet, breastplate, loin, shield, and sword. You were fitted from head to toe with this heavy armor. And when David accepted the challenge to faith Goliath, he was put into all of this armor. He was suited for battle like every other soldier there. But then David made a really critical choice at a critical moment. He could have gone into battle like every other soldier. He could have tried to attack with the sword and defend with his shield. This would have been the normal thing to do. Normal to everybody but to David. See, David was used to his slingshot. 
he was used to wearing no armor to charging into battle with nothing but his courage and determination and trust in God, really. This was David's recipe for success, and he stuck with it. This is what ultimately brought him the victory. And when you stick to doing things your own way, you're going to win. When, Like I said, that's why your process makes perfection, makes you perfect, because you, you're going through your process for a reason. You're going through things for a reason. You're in the seasons that you find yourself in for a reason. They're all helping you learn the skills, grow the mindsets, gain the knowledge, develop the, the confidence, the strength to do what you are called to do. It's going to look different for everybody, but we have to accept who we are. That's part of accepting your anointing, that knowing that you are anointed and have an appointment over your own life. And so I want to close with this. When you do it your own way, you accept your journey, even with the downfalls, even with the doubt, knowing that you can and will defeat your demons. See, I believe that we have more internal demons than external. A lot of us deal with battlefields of the mind. We deal with worry and frustration and confusion and anxiety and depression. And all this stuff wages at war inside of us. And just like David, you know, we've all been through things where we've dealt with rejection and abandonment and we've been turned down and we failed at things. But those things inside of us that are at war, we can overcome. We can start to to call more on God living inside of us and understand that all those things happen for a reason. Our battles wage the most inside of our inside of us. But when you can accept your anointing and trust that your process is making you perfect, then victory is already yours. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Shape the Culture podcast. I, I hope you enjoyed our message this week. I hope you found something that really spoke to you. Uh, make sure you, you share with a friend, each one, teach one. Um, like I said, leave me any comments, feedback, constructive criticism that you have for me. To those that have left me feedback, giving me ratings and reviews already, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I need those. They, they help me learn and to get better and to keep work, working at my craft, just like everybody else is working at theirs. I appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you guys next week.